Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is John, chapter 12. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we read this chapter, we would be drawn to Jesus, to his light, that we would put him first. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. John, chapter 12. Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So they made him a dinner there, and Martha was serving. But Lazarus was one of the ones reclining at table with him. Then Mary took a pound of ointment of very valuable genuine nard, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the ointment. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was going to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? Now, he said this not because he was concerned about the poor, but because he was a thief, and having the money box, he used to steal what was put into it. So Jesus said, Leave her alone, so that she may keep it for the day of my preparation for burial. For you have the poor with you always, but you do not always have me. Now a large crowd of Jews found out that he was there, and they came not only because of Jesus, but so they could see Lazarus also, whom he raised from the dead. So the chief priests decided that they would kill Lazarus also, because on account of him many of the Jews were going out and believing in Jesus. On the next day, the large crowd who had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took the branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and began crying out, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. So Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, seated on the foal of a donkey. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him, and they did these things to him. So the crowd who was with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, were continuing to testify. Because of this, also the crowd went to meet him, for they had heard that he had performed this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are accomplishing nothing. Behold, the world has gone after him. Now some Greeks were among those who had gone up in order to worship at the feast. So these approached Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and began asking him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man will be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains by itself alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. The one who loves his life loses it, and the one who hates his life in this world preserves it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, deliver me from this hour? But for this reason I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Now the crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others were saying, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice has not happened for my sake, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of this world. 
Now the ruler of this world will be thrown out, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Now he said this to indicate by what sort of death he was going to die. Then the crowd replied to him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever, and how do you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? So Jesus said to them, Yet a little time the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness does not overtake you, and the one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, in order that you may become sons of light. Jesus said these things, and then he went away and was hidden from them. But as many signs as he had performed before them, they did not believe in him, in order that the word of the prophet Isaiah would be fulfilled, who said, Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason they were not able to believe, because again Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their hearts and turn, and I heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and he spoke about him. Yet, despite that, even many of the rulers believed in him, but because of the Pharisees they did not confess it so that they would not be expelled from the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. But Jesus cried out and said, The one who believes in me does not believe in me, but in the one who sent me, and the one who sees me sees the one who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, in order that everyone who believes in me would not remain in the darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not observe them, I will judge him, for I have not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me and does not accept my words has one who judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day, for I have not spoken from myself, but the Father himself who sent me has commanded me what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is eternal, so the things that I say, just as the Father said to me, thus I say. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Jesus is headed to Jerusalem for the final time now in the book of John. It is six days before the Passover, and Jesus stops in Bethany and eats with Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. Mary takes some extremely expensive perfume and puts it on Jesus' feet. Judas Iscariot complains that it was worth a year's wages for a working person and says it was a waste to use it on Jesus. Judas suggests the money could have gone to the poor, but really wanted it to go to himself. Jesus says Mary has done this to prepare his body for burial. They will always have opportunities to help the poor, but they are almost out of time with Jesus. In fact, when the women want to put spices and perfume on Jesus' body later, they are too late. Mary had the chance now and made the most of it. From Mary, who deeply loves Jesus and is willing to use this costly perfume on him, we turn to the Jewish leaders, who want to kill Jesus, and start talking about killing Lazarus, because people were believing in Jesus because he was alive. Jesus enters Jerusalem, seated on a donkey, to the shouts of Hosanna from the crowd. The Pharisees are very unhappy about this, but there's little they can do yet because Jesus has popular opinion on his side. Then some Greeks want to see Jesus. There were some Jews who spoke Greek, and 
were much more integrated in Greek culture, but these would appear to not be Jewish at all. They go to Philip, which makes sense. Philip is a Greek name, so Philip is probably one of those Jews who have more of the Greek culture. The point isn't if these Greeks get to see Jesus. I assume they did. But what Jesus makes of that, Jesus says the hour has come for him to die. In verse 32, he says, And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. The idea is that all people are starting to be drawn to Jesus now, so it is almost time for him to die to really draw people. The lifted up is talking about Jesus on the cross, I believe. Jesus prayed that the Father would be glorified, and God the Father speaks. Jesus said it was for the people that God had spoken. Jesus didn't need to hear his Father's voice to know he was listening. The people are confused about Jesus talking about dying because they understand he is the Christ, but the Christ is supposed to reign forever. Jesus doesn't explain directly, but talks about light. I think they weren't really ready to understand the answer. But they can understand light. Jesus is the light. They're drawn to Jesus. So they just need to believe and live the way that he has taught them, to become sons of light. But John explains that many did not believe. He quotes from Isaiah about people having blinded eyes. John says that many rulers believed in Jesus, but they wouldn't confess it. Verse 43, For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. At the end of this chapter, Jesus brings up judgment. Jesus came to save, but those who reject Jesus will be judged eventually. And now for a deeper dive. In this chapter, Jesus gives the parable of the seed. A seed isn't much until it is buried in the ground and turns into the plant it was meant to be. But that means the seed dies. Jesus applied it to his life, but it's so with our life on this earth as well. If we want our life to become something great, then we have to die. Not physical death, at least not right away, but dying to our selfish life and accepting God's will for our life. It is like a death. In fact, Paul uses this explanation in Romans chapter 6. What therefore shall we say? Shall we continue in sin in order that grace may increase? May it never be. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Or do you not know that as many as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so also we may live a new way of life. Are we a seed or a living plant? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.